magical place we could go. So close your eyes and make a wish for the skies with the angriest, flappiest birds and the seas with ridiculous fish. The Dutch Arcade Show is here again. Hey guys, what is up and welcome to the Touch Arcade Show, episode number 531. Uh, This is the feeling sick episode, going to try and make this a short one. Uh, We always fail at doing that, so we'll see what happens. Um, Got any sponsor this week or anything before you forget? No sponsor this week, thank you for reminding me, because uh, yeah, it could have been a disaster last week if I forgot. (laughs) <laughs> but somehow remembered. Um, I do have, we have, uh, we got a couple of emails actually. So if we want to jump sure. into a couple of emails to get things started. <clears throat> you sound, gonna, you sound extra wheezy today. <laughs> I am extra wheezy. Uh, I'm probably going to cough and sneeze a lot during this whole thing. I'm probably not going to be quick enough on the mute button to, uh, for everyone to avoid that. Do you have um, you, do you have the Rona? You know, I need, I'm thinking of taking a test today. I haven't yet because um, I haven't really gone or anywhere or done anything this week. So I haven't really felt the need like, you know, but um, also today I'm feeling worse than I have in previous days and uh, something's going on. So we will see. Hopefully not the Rona round two for me. So did you ever end up getting it? I don't remember. No, I, well, it's, I don't think so. You know, um, it's hard to tell anymore. Yeah. Like, I mean, cause there, there definitely was a few times where I was like, I feel like I have a cold, but you know, I'm not like super yeah. fucked up or anything. And I don't, don't yeah. even feel like I have a fever and you didn't even, you know, like one of those colds where like, you don't even feel bad enough to like take something, you know? Right. Yeah. And, but, yeah, yeah. but I've had friends that have been, um, you know, in, in a similar spot that actually tested themselves or like, Oh, uh, what do you know? I do have COVID and I feel yeah. pretty much fine. Like, I feel like I just have like a very yeah. low level, like I'm just going to stay in and watch Netflix kind of code cold. Rather. Yeah. That's, uh, the thing with the Rona is like, it could be any level of severity and you can, you can have it and feel absolutely nothing yeah. wrong. <clears throat> One of the guys I work with, about. uh, got it. And yeah. then two weeks later, got it again, like back to back Rona champ. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah the worst part, <clears throat> we all got it. And I think it was January or February and uh, the whole family got it. Somehow my cousin who lives with us did not get it. He avoided us somehow. But um, the worst part about it was waiting to test negative because I felt sick maybe a day or two. And then the rest of it was like, okay, I'm feeling great. It's been a few days. Let's test. Still positive. Like wanting to go do stuff because I felt fine, but waiting for that negative test to show up. And it took like 10 days, I think, <clears throat> before uh, we actually started to test negative. And that was like the the most trying part of it for me. <clears throat> but uh, but yeah, so I don't know. Maybe I'll maybe we'll go. We could do a live on air test you can watch me swab my nose oh yeah Uh, that that is there anything more 2022 hell world than a live on air (laughs) rona test 
and I mean, that would be exclusive to people that support us on Patreon. So that's yeah. what uh, you're getting with that. Get your li- Jared's live update straight from his nose. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, let's, let's go through these emails. Yeah, and, and I, you know, similar thing happened to me. Like my sister came down and stayed with us, and I spent like the entire yeah. day in the car with her, and she was like very sick, but it was just like, yeah, I don't know, I just have a cold. I've been triple vaccinated, so I don't, I don't think I have the Rona. Yeah. No. And that was yeah. that was when tests were kind of sort of like not easy to come by, but not you know. Yeah. I was just like, well, whatever. I mean, you know, I'm triple vaccinated whatever. too, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, then she tested when she got home, and I was like, oh yeah, I definitely had. I have COVID and we spent the wow. entire day in the car with me being like Together. very sick. Yeah. So, and I was yeah. fine. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've, I told you, you should not open mouth and kiss your, t- your sister. Well, but it's hard to do you when you live in Tennessee. Hard, hard not to do yeah, rather. Hard, hard to uh, resist. Um, okay. Email. So uh, I like this. We got, uh, this is from a pure hacker alias, mad pincher. Um, and he or she writes in and says, hey, Eli and Jared, while listening to the podcast, you mentioned finding Steam deals on games, uh, specifically deals or alerts for wishlist games. I found a website a long time ago that I still use, and it has email alerts as well. The site is isthereanydeal.com. What makes me love this website is that you can link your Steam account wishlist to an account you create for the website. This shows current prices, historical lowest sales, also shows free game offers. The site references so many shops and stores like GOG, or GOG, I guess, Green Man Gaming, Hubble, Hubble, probably Humble Store, Steam, Epic, Indie Gala, and so many more. I would check it out if you, and you, I will, I would check it out. You will not be disappointed. If you enjoy, let the viewers know. That's what I'm doing right now. I'm literally uh, it can signing be very surprising in the deals as we speak. I'm signing as, in we, as speak. we speak. It can be very surprising the deals you can get even very close to release dates for AAA games and DLC. Uh, love you guys. Give up the great work. P.S. What happened to the occasional developer sitting in to chat on the show? Late Mad Pincher. Um, well, to answer that last question, uh, gosh, when's the last time we had a developer on the podcast? Like 12 years ago. Um, <laughs> okay. we, could, we could do something like that, though. I've definitely thought of it before. Um, yeah, I don't know who I'm, get, but... I'm looking at this. Is there any deal right now? This is this is cool. Yeah, I so um, get... <laughs> the so... Green Man gaming thing is is crazy too. Because like I've I've used that. I've I don't I really don't understand how it works. Like you get a Steam yeah. code. Yeah. And like I have definitely bought games like the release day or release week for like twenty dollars yeah. off through yeah green man gaming and like i don't i mean they yeah. work and it's fine it's just I, it feels like you're doing something wrong but as far as you can tell you're not yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the best way i can explain it and then i remember all that drama with the the cd key website or whatever it was called where they were like um what are they doing they were like harvesting codes and selling them at like extreme discount like yeah, unauthorized I, codes or that's something what i always thought was happening with green man gaming i guess they're legit yeah. but i don't know where they're getting codes from that are you know so much cheaper than anywhere else i don't know either and it's weird i actually just bought we talked about fanatical which is like my go-to website for deals um they and they always have new bundles they just had a great bundle that came out and um i bought it was uh five games for 15 bucks or something like that and um it's weird when you when you put the codes in and it'll be like um sometimes it's a worldwide version and then in this case one of the games i got was the eu version and some sort of weird version of an eu version or something 
and that's hard to make me think that like maybe they just get these codes from all over who knows yeah. and then just add them to a big pool or, or whatever i guess that it's would weird, be interesting but... to kind of like read a behind the scenes explainer of like how steam codes work and where they come from because yeah. like i I've only ever known them as like developers requesting them to like give out to the media and stuff like that, which. Yeah. And, and, and there's a lot of times too, when you redeem those specific codes, it'll be like uh, a <clears throat> key for so-and-so game beta testing version, mm-hmm. or it'll be like review version or whatever. There's like specific, like special versions of games um, that you can like cr- generate codes for. Um, and I've, I haven't seen that through any of the like deal sites that I've bought codes through. I think that'd be kind of jank too if they were like, here's a bunch of beta keys or for the beta version of a game, it gets you the game, so yeah. whatever. Um, but anywho, uh, our next, the, all our all three emails are about the same thing. So um, our next email is from Sam um, who says, there's a website that tracks prices across like 30 game stores. Is there any deal.com? You can link your Steam and other accounts and it automatically pulls your wish list and can notify you whenever a price drop below a certain amount or percentage. They also produce the augmented Steam extension you mentioned. Um, yeah, I noticed that when I when I got these emails and checked out this website, I noticed that they do that augmented Steam um, extension, browser extension, okay, which cool. is super cool and handy. So uh, good on them. And then um, our final <laughs> our final email about deal websites. This was a hot topic last week. Well, I'm, I'm uh, glad that people are up and up on. Uh... I know. know, The deals. (laughs) Like you want to save some bucks on some games. I I want to talk about that. Um, So this uh, subject says Steam sales that syncs with wishlist. This is from Harvey who says, notice you two about this on the podcast. (laughs) Makes no sense. I use the following site. Um, GG.deals works really well. GG.deals, okay. This one, so I... I saw that they were both recommended and I actually loaded up is there any deal.com first and I ended up like signing in with my Steam and my uh, GOG and I think Humble is the other ones um, syncing everything up like getting everything going and once I was done doing that I was like well this is I think I'm good with just this website but oh see I like gg.deals best game deals that's uh oh really is it that's a good listing best game deals um yeah, this is I, this is cool. So you can sign in through is, Steam. This is kind of my problem with like a lot of these kind of like different deal aggregation sites, and you know, like slick <clears throat> deals and similar are like a, a lot like this yeah. way. And that's just like they index like just fucking everything, you know. So it's like you go on there and it's like you're just looking for like cool shit. Dollar off, like, okay. and it's like here's uh, some Tupperware that's twenty percent off on Amazon. You know, yeah. it's like I don't really yeah. care about that. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. But oh my um, god, yeah! So here's another good example of uh, fucking Assassin's Creed games, eight ninety nine on the Epic Store. I bet they're still mm-hmm. full price on Steam. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very worth uh, looking around if you want to buy a PC game through Steam. It's very worth looking around real quick to see if there's a cheaper way to get it because um, a lot of times, even when a big um, sale is going on on Steam. Like the discounted, you know, price of a game on Steam itself, a lot of times it's cheaper on one of the deal sites. They usually try to run sales at the same time. It seems like. Hmm. Um, so yeah, I've I, it's never really been that big of a difference to me. But sometimes it's a dollar or two cheaper through a deal site. So you know. Yeah, I mean, worth well, you know, why, why not, right? Let's see. Or I guess I'm gonna. I guess I'm registering for this one too. 
many deal sites do I need to sign up for? Who cares? Let's do it. Uh, I just, not I, like I, I just, have a Steam Deck to even buy Steam games. Oh, you still haven't? Uh, that sucks. Yeah, it does suck. I haven't. I need oh, to fiddle with it. the heroic launcher thing to see if these Epic Game Store games are, yeah, easy or not. I, I haven't filled with any of the <coughs> non um, non Steam launchers yet. I just downloaded the BattleNet client on my Steam Deck. Oh really? Um, and it was running like absolute dog shit. I haven't gotten to the point that I've mm. like launched anything through it, but like yeah. the the mouse thing was moving. The the mouse cursor was moving at like two frames a second, and I was like, oh, this doesn't this doesn't bode well for <laughs> yeah, playing right. any games inside of this. <laughs> if because uh, I wanted yeah. to try playing Diablo Immortal on um, yeah on the Steam Deck because uh, yeah. I saw I saw a video of someone playing it through that uh, Blue Stacks emulator thing on the Steam Deck yeah. pretty well. Yeah, and I was like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd rather play like the the desktop version that doesn't have the like button overlay, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, although I, maybe you can turn that off on the, the mobile version does seem to have a lot of like options. I played, we'll get into some Diablo talk, but I've, I've been playing with a controller and the buttons are still on screen and I haven't dove into the settings. I'm, I'm pretty sure you could turn them off, but um, I found that I like them there and I use kind of a hybrid controller yeah. touchscreen thing. Um, so I don't know if I want to remove them and I always forget what button does which, So that helps show me, but anyway, um, so thank you guys who emailed in about the deal sites. Um, you know, I got more, more ways to save money on, on uh, games. I'll never play yeah, than I, I could ever imagine. Accumulate all the games. <laughs> yes. I, uh, man, I, Pray for me that this Monday is my my Monday for Steam Deck because um, we're in the April, May, June window and it is June. Oh, and tomorrow's my birthday. That, wouldn't that be a great way to celebrate my birthday is to get yeah, my, my Steam Deck email? I, I meant to send it to you, but I got busy with other stuff. But, uh, to, I had a Facebook memory of when we went to the Tizen conference to celebrate your birthday. Yeah, and so got we were, free Galaxy watches. Uh, yeah, we were at what uh, WWDC back when yeah. events were still in yeah. person, and yeah. um, I don't remember how we got turned on to this thing. Yeah, got okay. Well, it yeah, he told us like, he's like, hey, just so you know, like the next hotel over, they're doing like Samsung's doing this big conference, yeah. and they're just giving an unbelievable amount of swag out. And I have a photo of you like unable to hold the amount of shit that we walked out of there with like <laughs> a giant bag of stuff and it was like a jacket and then a, ga- a whole bl- full-blown galaxy watch yeah and um a giant book on Tizen and a bunch of and, like and then, a 500 page book <laughs> and like every every other dumb little like piece of promotional item yeah. that that one person could make you know between like the stress balls and like yeah. like basically they just like called up one of these print shops that makes like logo swag and was like yeah, i'll just take um I don't know. Just send me everything. Just send me, yeah, right. You know, a hundred of each. One of everything. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that conference was funny because, uh, yeah, Jeff Scott was the one that turned us onto it. And he was like, "Dude, you can just go." He he had signed up. You had to sign up beforehand or something like that. And he had signed up at the time. He was running like three different websites, and he signed up under each one. And so um, oh, you had like, you, you know, you could go. I had to go in and b- just give him give them my, his name. And um, hope they didn't like worry about it or whatever, like check my ID or something like that, which they did not. The people running the check-in counter, there was like a wall of Galaxy watch boxes stacked behind them. 
and they're just like, yeah, whatever. Like, we're just going to throw all these in the dumpster that we don't what? give out today. So whatever. But I, um, I am 99. Yep. Right here. You have that thing handy? Oh, there it is. I yeah. have it right here. Oh, Still Gear Watch. Sorry, not Galaxy Watch. New inbox. Did you never take yours out even? Um, I don't know. It does look pretty. Oh, it's not in its plastic. I think I took it out and messed with it. Oh, yeah, because I had a camera on it. So we were taking like all sorts of dumb creep shots of each other. Creeper wrist photos. Yeah, which was fun. But um, yeah, I uh, those watches, the thing, the barrier was that um, you needed an Android device to like do anything meaningful with them. Yeah. And I think there was a way you could bypass it just to get it to run basic. Here's the time and you can use the camera. I don't think we it. could like, even anything like anything else you wanted to yeah. do, you needed an Android device for. It. Yeah, yeah. Like I, 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 I don't have. think we could do anything beyond like just get outside of the setup. And yeah. then it was like, all right, push the camera button. And that was funny. And well, if I remember, do you remember what year that was? Because was that before Apple Watches? I think it was. Um, I will tell you. I, I, eh. I just, anyway, it's uh, 2014. Oh, okay. So the year before Apple Watches came out. So um, yeah, we didn't even have those our first smartwatch experiences. I um, think. No, well, yeah, I, I think, think we I both had, had Pebble, pebbles. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still have my my Kickstarter Pebble. That's a. Um, there's still people maintaining those, you know, like there's a pebble Dude. community that I um, see pop up every now or I don't know. I think maybe yeah. I follow them on Twitter or something. That's like, Oh, here, there's a new, new face for the pebble. And I was like, what the I love my pebble, man. All it did was all I wanted to do was show me notifications in the time mm-hmm. and it battery lasted for like months. And uh, yeah, I, yeah, I, really I liked it. I should bust it out someday and try and wear it again. I had the, the, the metal one, like that, not the, the, one that came out after the kickstarter one i thought that thing was awesome i mean there was a metal pebble yeah it was like the pebble steel or something oh wow it had it was the same thing but had like a little bit sleeker of a stainless steel case instead of like the big Mm -hmm. thick plastic one oh okay but yeah Yeah. i wore that thing forever i really liked it and then yeah apple watch came out and it was like all right see ya yeah uh next week is wwdc which is interesting um i don't know if they're going to really announce anything crazy um there's maybe a macbook being announced that people are speculating yeah yeah i i get excited for wwdc i like the keynotes i like actually hearing about the new software stuff more than anything like what's going to happen with mac os and ios and whatever yeah i've Um, i've you know it, it seems like i've seen some some people talking about how you know ios 16 um, you know, better be the one that starts to bridge the gap between like Mac OS and yeah. iOS, you know, because like, I, it, I think it continues to just be really awkward how it's like, um, you know, a, a iPad pro or even like a normal iPad now yeah. and like the, you know, MacBook pro and the MacBook line, like basically just share the same, yeah. share the same processor and everything else. And it's like, why, why can't they just, they <laughs> just flip between them. I mean, I don't know. I know it does seem sort of silly. Um, I don't know. We'll see. They should at least give you the option. If that's what you want to do. But yeah, I, mean, really that, I, I think like that's the one thing I have. Um, I don't know where it is now. Yeah, okay, no, the iPad Pro, several mm-hmm. years old. Mm-hmm. Um, it uh, is totally fine. I have no reason to upgrade yeah. it. It plays everything that I'd want to play totally fine and does everything I is want it to the, be totally uh, fine. Is it the original iPad Pro? The first one with that USB-C one's getting... on mm-hmm. it. So I don't know. I don't what, remember. I don't know. Um, but if they if they were like oh hey get an M1 you know the new or maybe the new M2 
uh, iPad yeah. Pro. And guess what? You just uh, push this button on the side and you flip back and forth between iOS and macOS. You would get I that. would buy yeah. that so fast. Yeah. You'd hear a sonic yeah. boom on my my pointing yeah. finger, my clicking finger. That would be, man, thinking about that. That would be sick to have like the thinnest laptop also tablet. Yeah, <laughs> because it's dumb because, you know, like when I having having both, you know, a, a laptop and an iPad, it's kind of like yeah. when I go places, it's like, well, is this an iPad trip or is this a MacBook trip? Right. I don't typically yeah. bother bringing both because it's just yeah. like kind of overkill, yeah. you know. And it would just be nice to have it just be like, oh, I just bring my iPad places. And yeah, I, I'm, I've never been a big iPad fan because I've never really found a use for it because I either have my laptop or my phone and using an iPad was like, felt like an obligation. Like, well, I bought it. I should use it for something. Yeah. I never really had like a big use case. But um, if my laptop was my iPad, then those times when it'd be like cool to have an iPad, there it is. Um, yeah. yeah, we'll see. But I, um, I hope, so remember last year rumors were like, um, oh, there's going to be this flat Apple watch coming out. It's going to look like the iPhones. And then that didn't happen. And I was really excited about that. I would have bought a new watch. I'm hoping that does come true this year. I just don't think that there's any reason for them to really announce like consumer tier stuff at WWDC. No, I'm just I'm just saying because we were talking about smartwatches. I thought about all this, but um, I think it, if, yeah, if I, anything, it seems more reasonable to think that like if they're I, although I don't know, it still seems out there like maybe the a tease of the Apple AR stuff of like, hey, guess what? Like we've been working on an AR kit for you know ages. Yeah. There's uh, you know because I think the prestige of their However, it works out if it's, you know, a VR headset or AR headset or glasses or whatever. Like, uh-huh. I think the prestige of that is going to be like, and guess what? There's already 5 million AR kit apps or apps that yeah. have AR kits. So you have an instant massive library, including stuff that you yeah. already have and use right now. Just works right. with this thing, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I, I think I agree with that. And that, that would kinda be a good s- tactic. Yeah. And it kind of seems like we're sort of hitting that point in the rumor cycle where like you're kind of getting more and more info about that which kind of seems like you know primed for it to just get announced kind of soonish yeah i think ah man it's hard to say because uh there's so much smoke around the ar headset thing that um you know there's definitely something going on late stages with it but um, Although I, I don't know, it wouldn't later. surprise me. It's still like another five years out, you know, because it seems right. like Apple's yeah. Apple's thing with stuff typically is like, oh yeah, a bunch of other people have done this and it's been kind of fucked up, but we did the same thing, but it's good, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, I don't think I don't know if there's a rush on it really, yeah. but um, because it's not like there's an AR headset out there that everyone I mean, there's running like out to get Hololens and Magic Leap and stuff. They're all but they're so super, expensive that yeah, it's like niche industrial stuff. enterprises and military bullshit. It seems like you know. Yeah. 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 So I don't know. Um, anyway, I'm sure we can talk about what happened next week's show. Yeah. And um, so uh, let's get into, I guess, the big release of the week was Diablo Immortal. It's a good thing that we both have phones. <laughs> get it? That was the, the the hilarious running joke for literally years now that still gets me slapping my knee. <sighs> don't you have phones? Yeah. Yeah, we have phones. Um yeah, so this game, I mean, kind of a weird launch, right? Like, 
it was soft launched so many different times that nothing really was a big surprise about this game. Yeah. I think everybody's either well, tried it or seen yeah, and, of footage of it or whatever. And they, I mean, it was even playable at, at the last in person BlizzCon, right? So, and that was what? Or like three, three BlizzCons ago or something. Three years yeah. ago, something. Because like it was before that? COVID. So, yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> um, so, yeah, yeah it, kind of it, like, it seems like a very uh, unceremonious release where it's just like, oh, okay, this is out now. I can finally yeah. play it without jumping through hoops of like signing into a weird like Google Play uh, yeah. early access account or whatever else, you know? Yeah, basically. Because um, um, yeah, I fiddled with, um, I don't remember which iteration of the soft launch you know, when it yeah. you know was able to be fiddled with. I'm like, oh, this is cool, but I'm going to wait until it comes out to invest any time into this. Yeah, that was my um, thing was like, um, you know, there's for years now, there's been so many of those free to play action RPG games. Good ones too. On not mobile. just like, you know, a lot of good ones, but also just a lot yeah. to where they all sort of feel the same. And um, I can remember, you know, seeing a game come out on a new release day or whatever looks awesome. The trailer looks awesome. Like, this is so cool. And then you download it and you're playing it and you're just sort of like, okay, like this feels like all the others and I'm not yeah. inspired at all to like keep going with it or there's nothing that's really grabbing me about it. And, um, and so Diablo was supposed to have like the special Diablo secret sauce that makes everyone love Diablo and also be, you know, whatever. Like I, I, I played one of the soft launches too, or one of the betas or something and um, couldn't help shake the feeling that like this could be from any other company, any other IP, mm-hmm. some unknown IP. Like it felt not different to me at all than any of the other free to play. Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, there's there's <clears throat> just a uh, a certain something about like uh, you know like getting a quest from like Deckard Kane and like the the actual like real Diablo art style and um all that kind of stuff that uh, yeah I, it's it's this like indescribable quality that I think makes this like ever so slightly incrementally better than like the other games maybe but it, well, again it comes to down to like something. it comes down to like how much does that matter to you you know like yeah and if I, you don't I, really care about diablo it could not matter at all yeah i played diablo and diablo 2 when they were new and that's it haven't really played them since and then diablo 3 i could never really get into that much and so i'm not like a hardcore diablo person that you know cares about the lore or anything like that yeah um so that could be the difference maker with me but um either way during the whatever soft launch period i was part of um i played a little bit and i got through the first you know couple hours or something like that but was just never like wowed and never like god i need to play this um and so i sort of leading up to this launch has been just like ho-hum about it like oh cool yeah whatever not even really caring about it and so now that the actual client came out, though, I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to try again. I even went through, if you've ever been logged out of your Battle.net account, it is oh, uh, Jesus. a process to get back in. You have to send them a photo of your ID with that. the information you they don't want from you physically blocked out with paper, not like edited out with like a software program where you can just black something out. Weird. Um, it needs to all be like physical analog blocking of your picture and stuff like that huh. um i i had been logged out of my ballot account for a few years at least and um had always been like looked up how to get it going again and um was like turned off like oh my god i have to email them yeah a 
picture of my physical ID and do all this stupid stuff. And so I'd always just been avoiding it. And so this was finally the, the prompt that I was like, okay, I'm going to deal with this. And um, it wasn't that bad. I, I snipped out some little bits of paper to cover the portions of my ID they didn't want, took a picture of it, emailed it to them. They emailed me back like later that day, said it could take up to 24 hours. And it was like later that day. And it was basically like, okay, we've reset all your stuff, set a new password, you're good to go. I was like, huh. okay. Yeah, cool. So it was not as bad as I thought it was. But when you read the instructions to it, you're like, holy shit, are you serious? Like, yeah, yeah. I, I had to get some tax documents when we did our taxes that I didn't have the physical version of. And so I had to go onto the IRS website or whatever. They have this thing called like real ID or not yeah. real ID. It's like um, ID me or something like that. They have some process yeah, it's, where it's called something goofy. I know what you're talking about. It's like the, the government ID thing that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And well, it's, it's apparently like embroiled in some controversy right now because they are like harvesting all your data and doing all this crazy stuff oh, course, with it that they're not they supposed are. to be doing. But um, I remember to get the document I needed um, involved um, like filling out this whole thing and then like video conferencing with like a bot that like matched my facial structure and it like videoed me in this really weird way. And I had to like send them that all this crazy stuff and then there was like a phone interview and all this stuff and i was like oh my god and i kind of get it then because it's at least they want to make sure you're you if you're going to get tax documents but also man it was like heavy and um of course like two days later i found the physical version of that paperwork that i needed anyway so, so whatever the, but the thing that i'm thinking of is called login.gov mm, is what i've used that before that was... for like shit I mean, like it could the... be different though in california i think this is a california thing oh okay um so i'm talking about like something i had to do to get, like do like global entry and like some tax yeah work, i think or whatever else yeah. i don't know yeah um but anyway it was definitely a uh oh yeah it was id me is what it oh no was it yeah id dot me is what I had to do. Well, and, so uh, now yeah. that you, like, so did you, so one of the other things I was reading is people that um, were playing without logging in and then logged in, lost their character yeah. that, so did that happen I to you? I waited for all this to sort itself out so I can get back in my battle net. So I didn't have to do that. So I didn't even try playing until I knew I could log in. Yeah. I don't know if that's like an actual thing or if there's just like a way to kind of like, uh, bind together like move your guest account like to your battle.net account or whatever because it sounded like yeah like i was reading like the uh diablo reddit and it was like people some people were like oh i lost my character and other people were like oh you just had to tap this thing and you can hmm. get it back but i don't didn't see anyone that was like i <coughs> yeah. pissed that they lost it that got it back but maybe they just honestly weren't. i'd be i would be not surprised either way yeah if it was like yeah it worked for some people and didn't for others or yeah. whatever because the whole login process of that game seems very janky. And um, it's yeah. a game that, like, holy moly, you can't even look away from it without it, like, disconnecting. Oh, I know. I've, I've lost some progress because of it, too. Yeah, it's, I find, um, I've found the whole, like, what's, what's really irritating to me about this game is that, like, I really want to like it, right? Because, right. like, I it really, I had a really good time playing through Lost Ark, which was kind of like, you know, the, the last yeah. PC free-to-play action RPG. And, like, my main criticism was that was like i mean this is this is fun i'm enjoying it but it's very much a free-to-play mobile game and yeah it doesn't have any kind of unique ip attached to it so it's like oh you're in the final fantasy world now but it's you know we're not right. saying it's final fantasy but it's very clearly midgar <laughs> right. and stuff like that you know um 
So I was really looking forward to Diablo Immortal because, I mean, I don't really, the free-to-play stuff is fine. It doesn't bother mm-hmm. me too much. And I like mm-hmm. Lost Ark, and, but just like the Diablo world more. So, like, to me, this is yep. going to check off all my boxes, right? And then it was like yep. the the launch day experience for me was absolutely awful. I mean, like, yep. um, so, um, you know, kind of like as we, as we posted, uh, the, it wasn't super clear to pretty much anyone, I guess, other than people that were like very, very closely following the game that, um, and specifically like following like the game's community manager on Twitter mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. like it even had servers that existed and like your server choice was important or anything else like that. Because right. like historically Diablo games, you know, like you play like the, the Diablo two remake that everyone lost their minds over and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, your characters are super portable, you know, it's just like they live, yeah. they live on your account and then it's like irrelevant what kind of like game, uh, you know, you create with your friends well, or join as or it whatever. should be if you're traveling abroad or you yeah. move or yeah. whatever. And like, I, I believe that the limitation always was just like your characters are just tied to like whatever, like main regional server you plan. Like, I don't think you can, and this might be true now, but I know like back in the day when I was really, really, really into playing Diablo online, it was like, I have my U.S. West character and my U.S. East character and would play each of those depending on like what group of friends I was playing with online, you know? So like that's kind of what I was expecting with this. And, you know, so you load it up and it hits you with a fucking 10 gig download as like the first thing it asks you to do, right? Which that's pretty intense. Um, It is. But then you get through that and it's just like, you know, you just have this title screen that you just, it says tap to play. And like for Mm -hmm. me, it was, you know, the, the last vestige was was you know, the text on the screen and under it was tap to play. And I was like, Oh, okay. Well that just, yeah. need... so the way that the Diablo campaigns have been, uh, typically broken up in the past is they all have, you know, like a goofy kind of Diablo sounding name like that. Yeah. And that's kind of like where, so when you saved your game, it would say like, Oh, you're in, you know, the, I don't even know the force of sorrow. Yeah. Or something like that. Right. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's kind of when you looked at your save games or, or, mm-hmm. you know, your characters or whatever, it's mm-hmm. like, Oh, okay, this is, you know, where my, this guy is at in the story and all this stuff. So yeah. my brain just read that as like, Oh, this is the first, the start of the, like the chapter campaign one, is, chapter one yeah. is the last vestige. And, and I was like, okay, mm-hmm. cool. Um, hit play and you know it seemed like there is quite a few people that were going through the same thing where it was like wait a minute what the fuck like i'm on a server like i'm not playing with my friends i'm not able to play with my friends like i'm yeah uh because the game plays closer to like an mmo and yeah you know as, as no part of this kind of like first time user experience that explain this to you does explain the importance of choosing your server or anything else <laughs> and and like once people are figuring that out, you know, like this the screenshot that we posted was like you look at the server browser and it was like each one had like oh, one of your friends playing on the server, one of your friends playing on the server, one of your friends playing yeah. on the server. And it's just yeah. like, you know, if um if that's important, I feel like part of it should be like, oh hey, you're logged on your battle net. Just so you know, here's a choice of three servers that actively have your right. friends on them. Like which one do you want yeah. to play on? Yeah. And then that would probably have alleviated this issue. Instead, it's like Everyone's sort of playing somewhere random, and then it's like, oh, well, fuck, I guess well, I'll re-roll. So, correct me if I'm wrong, but you can change servers, right? But it'll wipe your character. Is that I don't know thing? if you can or not. I, I haven't figured okay. out if you can. I mean, maybe you can. If you can't know, even but... change servers, that is, wow. I mean, but, I don't, um, what I do know, though, is that your um, a lot of the stuff in the game, um, including, you know, like the, uh, the pre-order bonus, uh, you know, if you pre-registered, um stuff you got for like downloading on launch day yeah and even like um stuff you buy for your character like if you buy like the battle pass or yeah. whatever that is all of that stuff is locked to one specific character on one specific <laughs> server 
So yeah. it's very, I mean, I don't think it's outlandish at all to to say that there's likely people that downloaded this game, played it because they were excited about Diablo, got to, you know, like level 20 or whatever, and got upsold a couple times and were like, oh, hell yeah, claiming my pre-registration stuff and like, oh, this yeah. battle pass, yeah, sure, it seems cool, like, I'll yeah. get this too, I like this game, whatever. And then find out like, oh, my friends are on a different server. All this stuff is trapped on this character right now. (laughs) And, you know, like it just, it seems really crazy that that's even a thing, you know, when I I just like don't, I just don't think that there's really a a common expectation that that would even be how it would work, you know? Yeah. No, Um, I agree. Um, It seems like what a way... And you, I think you said this on launch day where you were like, this is really souring my yeah. you know, desire to want to play. Yeah. And I can see that instantly being like, oh, that realization being like the end of people playing this game. Yeah. Being like, I got to, I'm not going to redo, even if you had to redo the intro, there was like an hour long, like intro. Yeah. Um I mean, I just, I I just hate doing the whole thing. As someone that's played a bunch of MMOs, I just hate like the whole scramble to make sure that all your friends are like playing on the right spot because starting over is fucking frustrating. Like it doesn't matter if you're starting over for 10 minutes or an hour or 10 hours or whatever. It sucks, you know? And like, I I just, particularly on mobile, like that just seems to be like a solved problem. You know, you download like Clash of Clans or whatever. It's like, oh, here's my friend code. Let's play. As opposed to like, really oh, silly. did you did you make sure that you created your account on the Purple Crystal server? Because I'm on right. like angry, yeah. uh, you know, barbarian yeah. and like we can't yeah. play together otherwise. And it's just like there's a very antiquated um, antiquated you know, is what I was way to kind of do things. And you know, so, yeah. so, you know, you had that whole like bump of your speed bumps all, along the way of like the, the first time experience of this. And then, you know, like yeah. you were saying, it's like, God, I cannot like disconnects in this game are. Yeah all the time yeah all the time and i mean we have good wi-fi here and i even tried like i was like well maybe my internet's fucked up i'll switch over to cellular i guess like turn off my wi-fi it was like same deal you know it was just like yeah and i can't figure out if it's like uh because it doesn't really seem related to um like your game activity like you know because i've i've because originally I was like, oh, it must just be like timing me out like really quickly if I don't like make an action like every 30 seconds or something like that. It just like logs me out. Yeah. Which, but it, it happens all the time. And like what really annoyed me was um, so when you go through the game, you play like the very first mission is like this kind of like just tutorial mission, basically. And then yeah. you get to you know, like the main kind of like church quest hub sort of thing. And you can like uh, you pick up the world map. And as the world map comes up, it like starts playing this like really cool Diablo cutscene. And like what I always yeah. loved about Blizzard games was like how cool the cutscenes always are. I mean, like the, mm-hmm. I, it was, I remember like being a weirdo teenager, just like watching the Diablo cutscene. Like when I mm-hmm. watched games, it was, it was so cool. And you know, like they, they mm-hmm. always did that so well. So right. I was like, I was like, Oh man, this is cool. This is just like the Diablo that I like. Like, you know, yeah. I, I can't wait to see this cool cutscene because Blizzard always does as well. And I fucking disconnect during the cutscene and mm-hmm. can't bring it up again. Really? Yeah, I oh, was like, man. I was like, I was like, oh, well, this is really dumb. Okay, but I can just yeah. interact with this table and like play it again. Nope, I already picked up the map, which triggered the cutscene. And like when I picked up the map, oh. it saved the game. Um, <laughs> but you know, it's like a dumb thing to complain about, right? Like missing a cutscene or whatever. But it's like the, the well, that's the, part of it, though. The, the, I guess my point where is like, there's like you want your mobile game experience to be as free as of friction as possible, right? Like it needs to mm-hmm. be easy to get in play, get out all this stuff. Yeah. And right now it seems like playing this game, like you really got to want to play it. Well, I'll, I'll also say that um, 
if this wasn't Diablo game, none of this stuff would be flying, right? Oh, People oh, would God, be like, no. oh, I'm not touching this stupid thing with its con- yeah. disconnect problems and its server problems and its blah, blah, blah. I know. I know. Um, the fact that it's Diablo is get, making people jump through the hoops. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I mean, like once you're in though, it's fun. I mean, like I'm really, I'm enjoying, yeah. I, I made a crusader character, which is kind of like, I guess their paladin, um, sort of, that's what I am too, I think. Yeah. I just, I'm, you know, really enjoying it. Like the guy's got like a cool move set and yeah. it's just fun. Like, you know, rolling around, you get like loot constantly. I mean, you're just like constantly yeah. upgrading your guy and, yeah. Um, I, I think that the way they kind of like breadcrumb the cre- the quests with the little footsteps so you never yeah. lost yeah, is really cool. And um, you can I, even um, tap the... Did you notice you can tap the quest and your guy will just auto run yeah. to the next thing? I know, I did. I was like, I, God damn, this is cool. I like that. I can't um, even tell you, like playing the, the Diablo 2 um, remastered or whatever it's called, like the amount of time I've spent being like, where the fuck is this stupid cave? Like, I don't know. Let's just like run around forever and just see if we can find it. Yeah. Cause it's, cause yeah. it's, th- those are all random, right? And they spawn in, yeah. in random spots, which can be in the dumbest yeah. little corner of a zone that you just like didn't walk two pixels over to reveal, right? Right. But this right, is right. really cool to be like, oh, yeah, cool. Let's go to the next place. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, my, my whole point of saying that I didn't like the soft launch is to say that now, this time around I gave it more of a chance and am I'm enjoying it a lot more actually. It's frustrating because I think it's a really perfect game to play for a few minutes at a time if you wanted. Like it's got a, a good enough system that it's like you can make small pieces of progress. If the stupid server mm-hmm. and booting up and logging in all that dumb shit didn't take forever. Yeah. Um, now when I play, I feel like, okay, I need to sit down and focus on this thing and make sure I'm not going to need my phone for something in the next, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, while. Yeah, like, God forbid um, you get a text message or something. It's like, oh, cool, I right. just disconnected and lost yeah. progress and everything else. Like, it sucks. Yeah, so it's it's really frustrating from that perspective. But I do like the gameplay itself. It definitely has uh, opened up a lot with all the loot and um, the upgrading system and stuff like that. There's still, for my taste, there's too much free-to-play crap See, like I've uh, just ignored all that. Like I, I, I am I too. Had... I didn't buy the battle pass or anything like that. Um, but man, there's just a lot of stuff. I think we've talked about this a lot over the years, where you play a free to play game and and the beginning is super fun and it sucks you right in. And you love it, and then you get to a certain point after the tutorial or whatever, where you get that screen that has mm-hmm. like ten different in-game currencies oh, I, I bought a million the, different social oh, event things that was the other or whatever thing I, yeah i bought the uh you know they, they give you the, of course the requisite like oh time limited starter bundle oh, I, only 99 I bought cents. the 99 cent thing so i, I bought that, that thing and i didn't even get it like it the the purchase completed and everything curious? not in my inventory not in my mailbox not in nothing wow. like and i was wow. just like oh man like it is i i it's just like one more fucking stupid thing with this game. And I was like, I'm sure I can contact support, but like how much back and forth am I going to need to have to get a fucking virtual sword in a stupid game that I paid a dollar (laughs) for? Like it's hardly even, hardly even feels worth it. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm liking it. I think it's a well-made game in a lot of ways. And I think it's a really Mm -hmm. crappy made game in a lot of ways. And I'm wondering, like, especially the server lock stuff, like, how much of influences Netties have on this? Yeah, you know, because I, I feel like that's something that they would hyper stress about. Like, oh, we've got to lock everyone to the server because you know something could happen. We people might not buy stuff. They well, can... I mean, you know, the thing is with this too. Like, it is particularly how long it's soft. Launch, it's been soft launch, and the the cooks in the kitchen on this thing. Like, mm-hmm. I can promise you, every single thing about this game is deliberate and driven by 
data yeah. scientists that are you yeah. know like some phd level like super high-end guys that have yeah. optimized every single part of the gameplay flow and all this stuff so like yeah. you know I, i've seen i've seen a lot of people being like um you know mad at like the free-to-play stuff being like oh well they'll they'll change this you know because like oh yeah you know it's not Probably people not. <laughs> people are making it's like no they're not going to change it like it, this is extremely deliberate like all this is yeah. this way for a purpose yeah. like, you don't keep a game soft launch for three fucking years yeah and then be like oh oops uh we didn't realize yeah. x y and z like no they know they know and the reason yeah. you don't like loot boxes okay we'll take them out <laughs> yeah yeah no and the reason why it is this way is because people spend money and people play it yeah. and everything else and that's just like the shitty re reality of mobile games unfortunately yes yeah. you know it's just is what it is well I, i feel happy enough not um spending anything and not having the best everything or whatever as long as i can play through the game i think i'll be happy But um, I also worry, I've, I've tried that tactic with other games before where you kind of can't at very late hmm. stages in the game. Where yeah, it's but sort of I, like, I don't know. I mean, like for me, I have so much shit I can play. Like, and that, that's kind of mm -hmm. the thing too is like, it seems like the people that are most mad about this want, are, are, it's like, no, I, I want to play this game forever. Like, I don't yeah. want to hit the point where it's just like, yeah, I don't know. It's just not fun anymore. And I need to yeah. spend money on dumb stuff to continue. Like, like for me, when I hit you know, that point in games, you know, it doesn't matter what it is. I'm just like, okay, well, I'm just gonna play something else. I'm not having fun with this anymore. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. not like I need to go be angry that I need to, you know, do X, Y, or Z. Well, or like, you know, don't, don't you, do you want to see the story through? Do you care about the lore enough to, for that? Because I mean, they're, they're, they're all, they're all, I mean, I can tell you what's going to happen. You're going to fucking fight the devil yeah. and you're going to beat him and then go to some, another hell world and, You know, mm -hmm. it's going to be like, oh, there's one fucking weird little crystal that actually still held the devil's soul and, you know, Diablo's back. So he's even stronger this time because he saved up yeah. his energy. And that's how it's mm -hmm. going to go. I don't need to play it to know that, you know. Yeah. Okay. I'm I, as somebody who cares about the lore, I was curious because I. Well, I mean, it's 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 fun in that, like, you go through the motions. You know, it's like playing a Zelda game. It's like, you know, no yeah. one no one is like if you quit playing as all the game halfway through, like, you know how it's going to end. Like it's, it's fine. You know, like if you, maybe this is the one where link dies. Uh, yes, it's possible. <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm like most games, I'm just going to play it until I'm not having fun anymore. And then I'll stop yeah. playing it and play something else. And I think that's totally fine. I've always had that feeling too, where it's like, uh, I, I, who cares? Like I, I spent how many months playing this game for free and enjoying it. Yeah. And I got to a point where I can't play anymore. And then we just say our goodbyes. Yeah, like I've seen, like some of the man, some of the people on the Diablo Immortal subreddit are is like wildly unreasonable with like how how angry they are about the way this game monetizes when it's like I'm level fifty five and now I'm in like the PvP zone and like it seems yeah. like I can't I can't continue unless I spend money. I can't believe this. I'm twenty five hours into this game. This is bullshit. <laughs> and it's like okay, well you played a game that you liked for you know hours and hours and hours not fucking paying anything so yeah. you won go play something else and forget the shit exists like who cares i don't know i i i think i agree with that but i also can see the other side where dude i, I invested 25 hours in this thing mm. and now i'm not able to do certain things in it um especially if you care about i mean this game is heavily built on mmo stuff right yeah, yeah. so you know there's some people that can be like i don't care about that and i want to just beat the game um but they they put this stuff in the game for a reason it's got yeah. mmo things it's meant to be played with others and you know long term it's definitely meant to be a long-term game so yeah. um but i i also 
irrational complaining on Reddit is uh, pretty commonplace. So I don't know. Yeah. Um, anywho, worth trying. If you have uh, the ability to download a free app and then wait two hours for 10 more gigs of <laughs> yeah. stuff to download, I well, would it say seems like it. you can you can play right away. But I don't like I. I, I didn't a, trust that. I, I was certain, like, I'm going to let this all download. I don't remember what I did, but it was like, um, maybe I hit a point where like I got some equipment and it was like, oh, you can't use this until you finish downloading like the equipment pack or whatever. And, yeah. and I just hit okay. And then it moved that download to the front. And, hmm. you know, it was a okay. maybe five minute kind of detour of waiting for yeah. your, some random thing to download. But otherwise yeah. it seems like you can hop in pretty quickly. Yeah. I, so the game that I talked about last week, Dismantle, I'm still playing that. I'm 22 hours in. I have it. I have it Steam Deck now. Did you buy it? Yeah, I bought it. I just haven't loaded it up yet. That was what I was going to do this weekend. Um, yeah, spend some time. I'm curious if I'm, it's just a fluke that I got completely sucked into this game or if somebody with similar gaming tastes might also be like, okay, this is cool. Yeah. Um, but anyway, it's it's been tough bouncing between the two because Dismantle is like, it's a, it, it, it has to keep track of every like breakable item in the game or whatever. And so because of that, um, it doesn't hold in memory very well. So if you have to bust out of it real quick to go do something else on your phone, and then you try to come back, I would say like 50% of the time it has to reload or whatever. And it's actually pretty good about you not losing your spot or too much progress or whatever, but, um, it can be kind of annoying, but, um, other than that, it's like a very, it doesn't need an online connection. doesn't need nothing. Um, you can freely run around and do like all this stuff where I feel like playing the two side by side with Diablo, it's like, okay, this one, I'm just having so much more fun with this mantle and then wishing so much of that could be in Diablo where I'm like, okay, these Diablo levels are like extremely non-interactive and extremely yeah. like smallish and very guided and a lot of it's just window dressing, right? Yeah, and, um, I'm curious how. Um, I think my guy's like level 20 or something like that. So I'm not like uh-huh. super far into yeah. into the game at all. And I've enjoyed it, you know, as far as like a Diablo mobile based amusement park ride. You know, like that's right, fun. right, right. Um, but what what always made to me what always made the Diablo games like infinitely replayable was that like everything was it was generated like a roguelike, you know. So like every yeah. single playthrough was different. Yeah. Um, and I don't it makes me wonder like what the longevity of this game is going to be like. Um, because, you know, a lot of the appeal too is like, Oh, well I'm kind of getting bored of this class. Like, let me start a different class. And then you yeah. play through the whole game. Yeah. It's totally different. And you play a different class, yeah. everything else. But if this yeah. whole thing, you know, is, is, you know, like you're saying just a bunch of window dressing, it's all on rails. Like, I don't know if that yeah. same appeal is going to be there for you to play through as a bunch of different classes you know yeah i i on rails is a really good way to describe it i think which does and that's not necessarily a bad thing with games but um this one just feels very much like here's the places you go and this place only exists because mm-hmm. there's a mission here so there need, we need to make the interior of a house or whatever whereas like the dismantle world feels like lived in it feels like a pretty plausible actual world um and so and and then it annoys me too that like in diablo okay, like I can break tombstones or I can break this specific type of pot, but not these boxes right next to it or whatever. And that creates like a disconnect when it doesn't do anything. Like I've never gotten an item from any breakable environmental object or anything like that, but it's just Breaking dumb stuff to is me. Fun. Like, why can I break that thing, but not this thing? Yeah, and it just feels, I don't know. I don't know. It feels very 
window dressing. Yeah, no, but I, I want to. Uh, as soon as we get off this, I have some shit to take care of. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hop into dismantle yeah. for sure. Curious your thoughts on it. Um, I, I've been playing on on PC. My friends got me into this stupid game. I actually I haven't, I haven't tried it on the Steam Deck yet. I have it on my Steam Deck, but I just been mm-hmm. playing on my desktop PC. But uh, this game called V Rising, which um, mm. I, fe- I feel like probably similar to Dismantle, and it's like a base building sort of survival kind of uh crafting thing but Mm -hmm. you play as a vampire and uh, Mm. it's all like vampire-y but what's cool about it like the unique sort of um sort of twist to this game that i'm not sure if i've seen in something else before is that you know Uh like like a lot of these games you know like a lot of these survival games like minecraft or whatever else has has distinct day night cycles you know yeah and what's interesting about this is that it's a open world kind of crafting pvp game and uh when you switch to like when the time switches over to like daytime, you become uh-huh. incredibly weak and like need to stay inside of the shadows and stuff, you know, but so, you're a vampire. Like, yeah. And it's, it's Whoa. created some pretty like amusing situations where it's like, um, you know, we get jumped by other vampires, but then it like rolls over to daytime and we, but we have just like better shadow positioning and we're able to like beat up higher level characters yeah. because like they've exposed themselves too much in the sun and stuff like that. And it's rad. I don't know. Just um, throwing it out there is like a. I don't know if it runs on the Steam Deck or not, but you know, if, if anyone's looking for an interesting early access game to play, uh, so it's just V, like the letter V, V Rising. It's pretty interesting. Yeah, they um, are streaming it on the Steam page right now, and it looks rad. Yeah, um, it's cool just because, like, I don't know. You know, so so many of these games are so samey, and you know, I think like that. That's right. what sounds cool about Dismantle is this sort of thing, but you know, with a unique twist. And V Rising yeah. is very much like, oh, this is a. This is a cool twist to this thing, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I um maybe someday I'll have a Steam Deck that I can try it on. Yeah. Or a PC of any kind that'll run a game. You always play on your uh your Widmax. I know, I need to uh dust that poor guy off. I haven't played with him in a long time. Probably could run all the games I play on Steam Deck anyway. There's just something yeah. so much easier about the Steam Deck. Um Monday. Fing- fingers crossed for Monday. Belated birthday, Valve, if you're listening. Send me my oh, Steam Deck. I meant, to, I meant to see if gg.deals has a tag for Steam Deck. Oh, I don't know. I don't know, um, I don't know where we're at on time, but uh, I was going to wrap things up so we can still talk a little play date. Oh, sure. Post-show play date. So um, anybody that doesn't want any play date spoilers, now's your time to bail. Uh, thank you for listening to this week's episode. And as always... Uh, you can help us out by supporting us at patreon.com forward slash touch arcade or doing your Amazon shopping through toucharcade.com forward slash Amazon. And thanks again to those who emailed in about the deal websites. If you want to send us an email for any reason at all, uh, podcast at toucharcade.com. So with that, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week for Playdate spoiler people. Um, stay tuned. We'll talk about this week's Playdate game. Yeah, it doesn't look like you can filter by Steam Deck. You can, you cannot, oh. or at least I don't know how oh, to you do cannot. it if it because on Steam it's like shows up as a tag, but it's not in the list of yeah. tags in this. So. Oh well, maybe they'll get around to it one of these yeah, days. I'll figure it out. I mean, you can filter it by Steam, mm-hmm. but not Steam Deck. You want to hear something terrible? I have been getting the itch. <laughs> I already own like the RG three fifty one, right, which yeah. can play. All the games that all the retro games, whatever. Oh, have you seen this new little thing that everyone's talking about? The yes, I want to get one. It's like sixty bucks. 
Miu Mini V2, right? The Miu Mini V2 is the one I've been looking I, at. Yeah. I've been doing the exact same thing. It's Dude, like, I, well, I, how stupid are we? I don't. Well, um, you can get it on for fifty bucks on AliExpress. Like that's what I was well, looking the, at. The argument I think is so. I have <laughs> your your V your vertical version of the RG is probably similar, but the um the landscape one that I have, it's like pocketable, but it's bulky, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not like throw in your pocket for whatever. And and so I look at that thing, the Miu Mini, and I I imagine it's very similar to the Playdate size. I, right? Yep. The Playdate yeah. is super duper throw in your pocket, not even think about it. Um, so for the price and stuff, I've I've been toying with the idea of getting one, especially because I haven't had my Steam Deck to quell my desires to dick around with something yeah this um, this looks like a little too tiny for me like if you although i don't know i guess looking at the, the pictures of people holding it in their hands and me holding my play date it does look very very similar i think it's like about the same size um anywho i think the number the reason i haven't just pulled the trigger is because um, I wish I had Wi-Fi in it so I could do my achievements, my retro achievements. Yeah, but, so um, here, look at look at the the photo I just sent you in Discord and kind of like look at the size of your thumb on the Steam Deck, or I'm sorry, on the um, you know, on the buttons of the Playdate versus like the size of the thumbs. On it looks thing. like it's definitely taller, yeah, and probably bit. less wide. I think somebody said it's the same dimensions of a pack of cards, but not quite as thick or maybe actually as thick man i, I just know. like don't need another one of these i don't things. either but it's so cool though i don't know i, I do like cool. this kind of stuff that's the problem i know i know well the thing the other thing that stopped me from pulling the trigger was like um my favorite handheld of all time most pocketable most comfortable psp go i still have it and this does all the same things right plus really good psp support because it's a PSP. Yeah. So like I feel like if I if I really cared about having a pocketable thing and didn't care about internet connectivity, then I might as well just play take my PSP go with me places, which maybe maybe I can do that. But you know, the custom firmwares of all these things too make it really appealing um because you can do a lot more. I would say the PSP go experience is a bit janky because all mm-hmm. the custom firmware on those is just yeah. old and outdated by now. So I don't know. Yeah. I, I bet you next week's show, we're both going to be talking about how we bought one of these dumb things. Well, so I just checked. They're not, they're not available on Amazon shipping with Amazon shipping. That would, that would be what really. Dude, this, I edge. thought Amazon would be, I probably would have pulled the trigger if there was one that could come like in a day or two. They're all like July or something yeah. like that. I'm like, serious? Okay. Yeah. Like what, um, what makes me, what, honestly, the, the, has, so there's also the RG 280 V, which is a similar yeah. size to this, but like yeah. the, I think like for me and my messed up hands, like the RG 351 V is like a really good size for playing. And it's hard to imagine yeah. like playing something that's like that much smaller as far as like, you know, just like yeah. your posture of holding it. Yeah. Yeah. The other, the, the, um, Retro Game Court, who does a direct comparison between those two, um, I think the thing that sells me the most is that the two two seventy v two seventy or whatever the other one is, um, the shoulder buttons are on top and two sets. It's both triggers. So yeah, and this is and this he is said it's back. like awkward as hell to try and push them, and so he basically just plays games that don't really need triggers. Does this um, have um? Does this have does a rechargeable battery? It looks like there's like a battery. Yeah. 
There's a replaceable a battery, actually, but oh. it is rechargeable. Okay. But yeah, this one's triggers are actually on the back, more like your V is set up, um, which seems way more comfortable if you need to use triggers or whatever. But I don't know, man. I don't know. I just like buying dumb shit. Um, anywho, did you mess with the Playdate games this week? I did. Yeah, what I, I like your both of these. So, so the two games that came out this week were... Um, these, this actually might be my favorite game or my favorite week so far. So uh, really? Executive Golf DX uh-huh. and uh, Questy Chess. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess let's start with Executive Golf DX. So this, um, this is a mini golf game, but uh, instead of being top down, it's sideways. So it's like, kind of like um, Super Stickman uh, like Golf. The Super Stickman Golf games yeah. kind of. And yeah. um, the the holes i guess if you want to call them that are like office floors basically so it's like a side scrolling sort yeah. of thing where you're like aiming your shots like over desks and chairs and stuff like that yeah. and it'll be like a a little hole in the floor that you need to like then hit the ball up yeah and then get to the other side of that floor where there'll be another hole and then you got to go to the right and then the left and the right and left until you finally get to the elevator at the top and the elevator is like the hole to yeah. progress to the next um next course more or less yeah and what i i really i i don't know man like the the triple tap golf game just always gets me like it uh, yeah those are fun it's just a mechanic yeah. that works really well and you aim using the um so you scroll up and down on the actual like i don't know building or course or whatever you want to call it that you're yeah. on with the crank and then when you go into actual like swing mode you use yeah. the crank to angle your yeah your uh your shot which works really well with kind of like the analog sensitivity of the crank yeah. Um, what I find what, what I found is uh, this this game is um, it can be very frustrating as you uh, oh, kind of God, like, yeah. like get through uh, like the, you know the two or three floors to get to like the top and then it's like yeah. and then you like miss the, the what I find to be the most challenging is the getting the shots up to the next floor because they'll typically have stuff so it's like you need to make a fairly narrow shot for it to land mm-hmm. like on the floor because it'll usually mm-hmm. be like the hole be like there'll be like a chair next to it and then a desk on the other side of it and like mm-hmm. so if you don't like perfectly kind of like arc it up with just enough yeah. like gusto to kind of hit but not really yeah. like bounce or roll it'll just yeah. fall back down again and it's just like i is it's like the good kind of frustrating where it's like you're just like oh my fucking god like i cannot believe like it's the, like um getting over it with Bennett body exactly like, that. like that exactly yeah. like that and it's um and you know there's there's it seems like the courses are designed in a way where it's like the higher up sure. you go and the closer to the elevator yeah. like the better chance that you're gonna hit it and it's gonna fall all the way back down yeah. and stuff and i don't yeah. know i just i really i really enjoy it it's um you know it's it's tricky but not like overly hard and mm-hmm. I, I i haven't it doesn't really seem like your stroke count like actually matters it's just kind of like mm-hmm. you're just playing for fun kind of which i yeah appreciate and there's this like power-up system where if you um like hit the ball through like these power-ups to spawn randomly you can like i think like rewind a stroke and there's some other ones i haven't messed with mm-hmm. that part mm-hmm. too much but um i would just really like yeah you know, a mini golf game always good yeah no, I agree. You know, yeah, um, really well done game. Really frustrating at times, but uh, but like the plays good, well the good on this kind and... of frustrating where it's like you know what you need to do, you just like can't like you're just like yeah. a tiny bit off with like your aim or your 
you yeah. know, your stroke power or whatever else. Like it's got a lot yeah. of that kind of like arcade mini golf kind of stuff. That's just, I don't always fun for me. Yeah. No, um, I agree. I like that one. And then, so <clears throat> game two, uh, questy chess. I'm, I, I'm not as far into this as I, I wish I was saying I enjoy. It. I just had, you know, a ton yeah. of other stuff occupying my yeah. time this week, but, um, it's like, a, it's a, it's a roguelike based on chess rules almost. So, yeah, I haven't of. I haven't played enough to figure out if you eventually I I guess you'd probably play as other pieces, right? I don't know. I um, uh I'm not sure I haven't got that far either, but um, so I played like the first few levels and you basically play yeah. you start as a pawn yeah. and like you need to move around, but you, your moves are only based on pawn moves. So like your first move you can do a double move and then after that it's yeah. like one move per turn and you attack yeah. by um going sideways into monsters and stuff. Yeah, and, um, and you can't move, can't go backwards too, which has screwed me a couple times. Yeah, and, and but there's there's kind of like um, uh, different game elements you can kind of interact with with the crank to like um, like move yeah. conveyor belts and other things like that to kind of yeah. There's like different floor patterns that do different things, yeah. and so you might need to like scroll through the patterns to line up a conveyor belt system to lead you to the next area yeah. or whatever. And I, I really um, like the, the visual flair, a visual and audio flair of this game is like, they really yeah. leaned into making like a, uh, like a fake retro game with, you know, like a really glitched out operating yeah. system. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. it was a very glitched out operating system and like loading stuff, like gives you these like floppy disk drive noises. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Um, it's just got like very, very, it's like, um, what like zx spectrum i guess kind of like style um like line graphics and stuff and yeah i don't know just really enjoying this one i know i'll like it as i get more into it it's just a matter of like too much stuff to play this week with like diablo and everything else Uh, i was just like man i really like this and i know i'm gonna enjoy it but i just have other shit i need to it reminds me a lot of like a michael brogue game maybe Mm -hmm. Um, something he would make yeah uh, no that's that's like a perfect a perfect describer because it's like a very basic uh kind of foundation that everyone knows you know it's like it's chess yeah. but which except i don't think it's all predetermined levels as far as i can tell so if michael brogue made a puzzle game would be like this game um but yeah super clever uh and challenging really challenging actually yeah. even early on so mm-hmm. but again um, it's i like it's, this one a lot too what I, what I like about it so far is that like um you know unlike um what was the the previous uh what was last week's game uh zipper where i'm yeah. like i don't understand what i'm supposed to really be doing and i'm not having fun because of that like both of these games is like oh i understand what i need to do and i just need to like right. figure out how to do it kind of thing yeah yeah no, I agree. It's not too abstract, really. Which I like. Um, but yeah, so, you know, I've the, had this thing for, um, I don't know, I guess, let's see, two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve. So um, seven weeks please? now. Seven weeks? Yeah. Um, and I have a lot of fucking good games on here. You know, it's like yeah, really turning into a cool little system. Yeah. Yeah. So seven weeks. So what? There's five more weeks left of games because there's 12 right 12 yeah, weeks I, guess so. I think um yeah it's an awesome little thing i do i still wish i could see it in darker setting but oh yeah i've, no. I've pretty much adjusted my way of playing it so. I, yeah i i do uh hope for a play date to the backlight or a front light even or a yeah. warm light accessory i can buy but light. um yeah. I don't know. It's, it's weird. Like you don't really hear a lot of people talking about this thing still like, um, 
Let's see. Um, I haven't really been looking, but I know it had a pretty dedicated community for even in the, the beginning of launch. So, I mean, the, um, you know, the subreddit like has very little activity, you know, like, uh, you know, some stuff, you know, just has like five comments, eight comments, you know, stuff like, like not a ton of people. And I feel like I never see people on Twitter talking about the games, but I don't know if they're like, yeah. uh, trying to be polite about spoilers or like yeah. what's kind of going on with this or, yeah, it feels like there's a decent amount of them out in the wild now. So, oh no, know. so this this would be week six. I, or wait, no, yeah. is it week six or weeks? Because it would come with two games, right? Or I guess that's uh, two unlocked to start the second you start it up. So. Yeah, I don't know. However many weeks it's been, it's uh, when do you get your games? Is it on Monday or Monday, is it whatever? Monday morning for me? Yeah, they're oh, okay. they're ready when I kind of like you know get on my computer and start working. My Steam yeah. Deck's sitting here charging, and uh, the games are there. Hmm. 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 Um, yeah, a lot of really good games um, for this little thing. I haven't ventured too much into the homebrew stuff since that first couple of weeks, but um, yeah, you know, I've been got more I've been stuff to play to than that. I can. Yeah, um, yeah. Let's see if there, but like, I, I, I bet if I'm looking at itch.io right now. I bet uh, I bet it's even worse as far as how many fucking games trying to find there stuff. Are. Yeah, uh, I would imagine 134 games on. Dang. Um, itch.io right now. Yeah, I had to. I went nuts and downloaded everything I could to it and then had to go back and actually play everything and be like, is this good or not? And nine times out of ten, it was like, I just deleted it. Mm. Um, I wanted, So I want to be a little more picky about uh, the stuff I put on it. But like you've been saying, too, it's like I'm perfectly happy with the, the season of, of official games has been more than enough to keep my interest. So, right. Right. All right. Uh, I'm fading fast, so let's uh, wrap this thing up once again. So okay. thanks, everyone, that stuck around for the uh, Playdate super secret spoiler-filled discussion. And um, if you have a Playdate or you've been playing these games along with us as they unlock or whatever, um, shoot us an email. Let us know your thoughts on the Playdate. Uh, podcast at tetracade.com because uh, I'd love to hear other people's thoughts about what they feel about this thing. Are you happy? Are you not happy? You know, whatever. So um, it continues to be a fun little novelty for me, but not like a main focus of my life, I guess I would explain it as. Okay. So uh, but, uh, searching by top sellers seems to be the good way on here. Oh. To, so tapeworm. Dis- like I might just grab one. all these. Uh, tapeworm disco puzzle play date uh, down the oubliette, hmm. which is a, uh, lo-fi dungeon crawler. Uh, hmm. Pulpergeist is a, hmm. like a mystery puzzle game, and then Puzzle Bobble is like Bubble Bobble, but with uh, the crank. Oh man! Oh yeah, I need to dive into this a little bit more. I also love how easy it is to just transfer games. Just load them on your profile, and then they come to your system sometime. Yeah. Like it's, I love that. Um, but anyway, yeah. Let us know your thoughts if you have a play date, what you think about it, or if you don't have one, if you want to get one or you care about it at all or whatever. If you do want one, it's going to be a while. But Or if you're um, dumb enough to buy a MiU Mini V2 game If you've bought one of those, tell us if we should get one or not. We'll leave it up to a fan vote on if we spend $60 or not. Um, anyway, thanks again for listening this week, and we'll be back next week with another episode of the Tetra Kate Show. See ya.